back in the back in the room. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I am Claire, and this is person is Lisa. It is Lisa. Hello there. And this is um, playing devil's avocado. We are a podcast for ladies of a certain age and other ladies. Well, all ladies. Yeah. And some gentlemen. All the whoever. We're open. <laughs> We're very welcoming. We are. Yeah, we don't judge. Uh, we do, we apart do. from when we do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And today on the podcast, yes. we're going to be talking about mules. Oh, shoes, not donkeys. Oh, I like donkeys. <laughs> we're going to be talking about first night fever and what that means. Yes. We're going to be talking about um, a chef called Alison Roman and how much I love her. It's your favourite. She is. Mm. And we're going to talk about what can you lie in anymore as you get older. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? Mm. Oh, Let's go. Can't wait. Okay. Okay, first up, you want to talk about mules. Well, yes, because they're back, apparently. Mm. You know the mules with, like, the block heel? Yeah. And then the quite sort of big bit that goes across your, your foot? Yes. Well, the, yeah, a yeah, thing. Yeah, I saw them in a magazine. Yeah. So they're, they're mules, they're everywhere, and then um, you're meant to wear them with an oversized blazer, which I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Each to their own. I just can't keep a mule on my foot. <laughs> Every time you say mule, I just think about a donkey. Yes. So that's quite... Uh, you're wearing a donkey with an oversized blazer. Yes. Um, right, okay. Do you have any mules? Well, I think the secret to having mules that stay on is that yes. they have to be... Up Quite high up the foot. Yes. So that when you move your foot, it doesn't. These mules are quite high up the foot. Yeah, and then they don't flip off. I just find that my feet, especially in Australia when it's hot, just slip straight through. Right. But I have skinny feet. Well, skinny feet wouldn't be the problem there, would it? Oh, yeah, would they? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe mules aren't for you. I don't think they are for me. I like, I've got a pair of, um, (laughs) I've got a pair of, um, Leopard print mules. Oh, you, you surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the world goes, right, okay. And um, I, when I ordered them, I thought, oh, these are a bit funny. Anyway, it turns out one of them is a whole size bigger than the other. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. What did, you, did you send them back? <laughs> I was not? too late. No. So did you just walk <laughs> around? I just walk around. One of them is a bit uncomfortable. Do you? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just too ridiculous. Oh. Just too, I don't want to offend anyone. No. Um, sorry, yeah, but sorry. I do love a mule, and I do like an oversized blazer. Though it can just look as if you're wearing a blazer that's too big for you, rather than yes. like, stylishly oversized. I feel like with the whole oversized um, trend, which is very everywhere at the moment, mm. they had. Um, I think Jodie Anasta was. Um, is that her name now? Mm. Jodie Anasta. She was modelling the oversized trend in Stella magazine at oh, weekend. Yeah. I think it works if you're of if a you're certain skinny. shape. Yeah. I think if you're oversized to start with. <laughs> you just look like a big person wearing a big it, coat. Yeah. Remember that there used to always be things where people who were really overweight wore really big things to yeah. kind of try and hide it. But we've sort of moved does. away from that, haven't we? When, yes. I think that whole yeah. mew, mew mew. Yeah, mew mew. Oh, mew mew. Mew mew's, mew's the Prada. Mew mew's the Prada, <laughs> which I love mew mew. Okay, sorry, mew mew, mm. which is like, yeah, which is very comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, but I think... I'm sort of wearing one today. <laughs> yeah. you got it. Yeah, just the oversized thing might not be for everyone. No. But it might be for some people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to say no to mules. Okay. No mules. No donkeys. But you say yay. Well, I like them. Right. I just, you know, maybe get them when they fit. Yeah. I do think the secret is it comes up high on the foot, though, for yeah. everyone who cares about such a thing. All right. Moving on from yes. donkeys. Do you want to talk about... My friend had a colonoscopy. Oh, yeah. oh how lovely. <laughs> yes, you know how much I love talking about them. Yes, you love a colonoscopy. And nothing more All than right. to talk about so, things being stuck up people's bottoms. Yeah, and this is male or female? He's a male. He's a male, and any particular reason or just for fun? 
<laughs> I can't answer that question. I think it was a medical. I think yeah. he has to go every year, like, yeah. or every couple of years. Yeah. Although, as it turns out, I think what happened, he went a year late. He went a year too soon. Oh. And so they said, oh, you shouldn't be here. And he was like, well, I'm here now. <laughs> here now. I've done the Pico prep. You may as well go up there. <laughs> Might as well get on with it. Anyway, he went. And then when he came out, he was in the, the recovery area with a whole bunch of other people including some women, and when the people were saying to them, you know, go home and make sure you've got someone that picks you up and, you know, be careful what you eat and just for the next couple of hours and, you know, all that sort of stuff, they said to the women, or a woman, and don't do any hoovering. Didn't say it to the men, though, did they? Oh, my, that is so outrageous. It is so bad. Oh, it's just... It just blows your mind that that still Maybe goes Maybe they said on. to the men, don't play golf. Don't yes. play any golf. Or um, don't do any... any what do men do? Heavy lifting. Don't, don't do any um, Don't clean tools. the gutters. <laughs> don't park any cars. Oh. <laughs> don't reverse park well. Um, <laughs> Did your friend say anything? I don't know if he said, he said anything, but I, I thought it was good that he even noticed it. Yes. I was very proud of him for, yeah. for and for bringing it up as a, oh, my God, you should have heard this. Yeah. Um, next step, of course, is to say... That's a terrible thing to say, Nancy. Yeah. But anyway. I remember having um lady surgery years ago and um <laughs> to become a lady. <laughs> to, no. <laughs> Just, no. I was already a lady. It was some some surgery. And at that it was always they always said, Don't live don't lift a full kettle. <laughs> but it was and then but then but honestly, so many people said to me, now don't go lifting kettles. <laughs> Sorry. And afterwards. That's the best thing I've ever heard. It must be because, because obviously I do lift a full kettle many times a day because I drink 17 <laughs> cups of tea. Yeah. So it must actually be quite serious that they're being, I think they're being genuine that you, it must do something Pull to the something. muscles down there right. when you lift a full kettle. But so many people are like, don't lift that kettle. Um, yeah. Do they mean get someone else to make your tea for yeah, you? Well, no, they, no, they, I think mean they literally mean lift. don't fill the kettle and, and then... I made my yeah. eyes turn inside out and <laughs> laughing. Gosh, that was great. Anyway. Well, well, hopefully when you have a colonoscopy, you don't lift a full kettle either. Cause, you no, know. hopefully I don't have a col- col- colonoscopy. I can't even say. No, well, you can't have one. You know, you don't know you're having it. It's <laughs> no. fine. You don't, I don't even know you've had it once you wake yeah. up. I think I've had one actually. You know, <laughs> I'm pretty I sure I have had one. I slipped and fell on a yeah. thing. All right, well, okay. that was funny. Let's talk about your. You have something to say about a subject which I just love the the way that you phrased it here. The first night fever. First night fever. So we went up to Brisbane yeah. um, to my sister-in-law's 50th birthday, which was a hoot. <laughs> and I love, I'm actually loving the 50th birthday parties because everybody just really lets their hair down. Yeah. So um, at this particular party at the end of the night, we had women on stools dancing mm. and then the sort of 22-year-old hipster waitress coming over going, you can't do that. And us just going, yeah, we can. <laughs> and then all falling off and breaking. Yes. Oh, and we had the biggest grazing table. Oh. I sent you a picture. Did you get it? Oh, yeah. Mm. It was massive. It was epic. Absolutely epic. Probably the best one I've ever seen. Mm. I was very happy. <laughs> um, but because sort of everyone flew in or came in from, you know, various different parts. Yes. Uh, we weren't there the night before, but everyone was a bit... Um, not everyone, a few people were a bit dusty on the day of the party because they'd all have first night fever. Yes. Yeah. Well, we have a mutual friend who got very... had first night fever at that wedding you went to Oh, in yeah, Thailand, well, we went to a time. wedding in Thailand and um, that that was epic first night fever. <laughs> like, the, 
it's just when you're so overexcited, yeah. isn't it? And you yeah. all get together and then you, you sort of hit the drinks a bit hard. Too hard, way too um, hard. But usually you are in bed by about 10 o'clock or 11, aren't you? Because <laughs> you, you go so hard, you really have to go so home. Drunk. Yeah. Always if there's a wedding festival and it's an away thing, you yeah. yeah. always just get very, very drunk. Yeah, first night fever, yeah. it is. An, it, I love it, yeah. first night fever. Um, I often get it, I get it. Every night I go out. <laughs> Overexcited. We just don't go out enough, do we? No, we don't actually. I'm gonna let's go out more. Okay. Okay. Bye now. Bye. <laughs> Going right now. <laughs> um, okay. Time for a regular segment. Yeah. It's um. Am I losing the plot? Are the you plot, lo- the plot? The plot. <laughs> losing the plot. Claire. Yeah. Are you losing the plot? I thought I might be losing the plot, but as yeah. it turns out, according to science, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should really call this. Yeah. So, um, do you talk to yourself? Is that a question? Yes. Oh, you're asking me. Yes. Um, no, I'm asking do I d- No, I talk to my cat if no one's home. Oh, yeah, I talk to the, I talk to Floyd, but sometimes yeah. I talk to Floyd even when I, I know he's not there. It's like I just Ooh. use him as the, as the person who isn't me to talk to. Okay. Um, no, I don't think I do particularly talk right. to myself. Right, I talk to myself quite a lot. But I also talk... I also. Um, you were literally talking to yourself just before we started recording. Yes. Yeah, I was watching you talking to yourself. <laughs> and what of it? But have you always talked to yourself? Yeah, I talk to myself a lot. Yeah. But I... Um, so I was looking into it a little bit. I read this piece that was... What do you say to yourself? I this thing's like, well, in the morning I'll go, I must remember to pick up that or do that or Do whatever. you? Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But then I was looking into it a bit. Oh, yeah. it's really hot all of a sudden. It is hot. Um, and apparently it's very common and very normal, said this person in the HuffPost. And it's very common indeed, more mm. common than you realise, and okay. that we all talk to ourselves and it's actually fine to do it. The times when it's not fine are when it's, you're saying negative things to yourself. Oh, yes. <laughs> so don't go around telling yourself how awful you are. Yes. And if, also if you're, you know, cutting yourself or doing any kind oh, of self-harm, no. anything like no. that, that's bad, bad talk, self-talk. But you can do things like you can ask yourself questions and try and work things out, mm. like why am I nervous at this mm. point or what, what are you trying to do? That? I wouldn't do that. Do you do it in the third person? No, though? because I hate people that talk oh, in the I third do. person. Yes. Claire hates that. Claire, <laughs> <laughs> Claire really hates when people talk in the you third You know what person. else I hate? Just no. sort of on the same vein. Mm. Um, when people talk in questions, you know, when they say, um, am I going to the shops? Uh, um, yes, I will go to the shops. Should I be doing that? Yes, I oh, should yes, be doing that. Right. You know, yeah, when no, people talk in that. questions. Yes. Should I continue with this thread? I think. But then you have to answer yourself. In the <laughs> yes, 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 I will continue. Claire. Um, apparently, it's a way to soothe yourself and focus on positives when you're talking about things in the, a caring way. What do you say? You're, you're fine. You're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. I do that a lot. If I'm kind of, well... Let's talk, weirdly bringing the menopause into this, but certainly um, as a woman of a certain age, Mm. I've found um, I get a little more anxious than I used to. And sometimes I need to calm myself down a little Mm. bit if I'm getting a bit flustered and I'll say, well, you're all right, come on, you can do this, just get through this and then you can have a lie down, (laughs) have a lie down or a biscuit. And that usually (laughs) usually gets me through. Usually gets me through. But it's all about mindfulness, right? So talking to yourself, you're really mindful of where you are and what you're doing and that's actually good. And you can also go things like, I've got my keys, my wallet, my... I need on. a checklist to get out of the house now. <laughs> I've got my clothes on, like we've already mentioned. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lunch, clothes, yeah. wallet, blah. Anyway, so I am not losing the plot. All right. Or am I? 
<laughs> no, I'll say you're okay. At what how, out of uh, ten? Um, three. Oh, excellent. That's the lowest score so far. Yeah. All right. Okay. Should we do a what hurts? No. Instead. Look, I would like to talk about scalp health, mm-hmm. which I didn't know was a thing. No. But sometimes I get a really itchy scalp, mm-hmm. and sometimes I get little tiny little lumps as well, which I think are blocked something or other. Oh, sebaceous glands. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm going to sound like such a dick now, right? <laughs> But do you remember when I went to Bali and I had that treatment where they poured hot oil on my third eye? Yeah. To reopen my chakras, realign <laughs> my chakras. When, which part of that sentence do you think makes you sound like a dick? <laughs> <laughs> do continue. So ever since then, mm. where my, uh, my third eye is, mm-hmm. where they poured the hot oil, yeah. gets really itchy sometimes. Think, maybe they burnt you with the hot well, oil. Well, it could be that. Or do you think your third eye? Or is it like might be my third it? eye just sort of winking. <laughs> Blinking. Something's going on. Um, but yeah, so scalp health. But it's actually quite important if to have nice hair. You have to have a nice, healthy scalp. Mm, so there's all sorts of treatments now for scalp help um, health to help scalp health. Oh, that is so hard to say. <laughs> um, and you do have to look out for triggers because apparently some triggers um, make your scalp itchy or flaky. Like what? Oh, can you guess? It's the same triggers as everything else. Alcohol, sugar, oh. and spicy foods. Oh. They um, get such a bad rap, those three things. They do. I love all of them at once. I know. <laughs> it's a shame, isn't it? Um, and obviously in Australia, more than you've really got to think about UV. Well, also I think about um, humidity. Humidity. That gets oh, that would make it itchy, itchy, wouldn't it? Yeah. That would make it itchy. And so they, they're saying that you should be using a sunscreen on your scalp. How do you get that through? A spray. A spray. But, greasy, and then it? wouldn't it be greasy and then would your hair go yeah so there's all sorts of new treatments now like it says just like this article was from vogue mm. australia just like a skin treatment or facial exfoliation and hydration are a must for the scalp yeah there's lots of scalp um scrubs, scrubs. are there yeah. i haven't i have never seen one yeah. where have you seen them in the magazines. In the magazines, yeah. yeah. I've never seen one in a shop, but I'm going to go and find one. Because to me, it makes complete sense that you would scrub off the yeah. the dead cells on your head. Yeah. Um, so it says that shampooing isn't enough. And that, um, so Mr Kingsley, Philip Kingsley, who's oh, yeah. like very he's famous. A trico, he's trico. a Yes, what is he? He's a tri... Tri... tri- <laughs> he's a hair specialist. Tri- hair man. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> Philip Kingsley... Yeah, Trichologist. <laughs> oh, actually, this is Annabelle Kingsley, which must oh. be related because she, anyway, she's also a trichologist. Wow, keeping it in the family. Um, yeah, so she maybe says they met at work <laughs> and they're married now. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. So she says, like your face, your scalp can benefit from daily toning Ooh. and weekly exfoliation. Well, I know, like sometimes, like Aveda and people have that kind of have a mentholy kind of scalp stuff that's good for you. Scalp. Well, Aveda mm-hmm. is one of the products they mentioned because they have an exfoliating scalp brush, oh, which has brush. special prongs. So I'm going to investigate this a bit further and I'll okay. report back, but oh, I'm yeah. definitely going to get um, a, a scalp exfoliator. Great. Because like this, there's one that's, there's a Kiehl's one they talk about, and they say this treatment will gently buff away dead skin cells and stimulate the skin surface of the scalp. But I'm having hair issues at the moment, so I'm going to start with this. Okay. And see Why how we go. Why are you having hair issues? Uh, my hair just goes between sort of like thin, even though I've got a lot of hair, and then 
um, it gets oily really quickly, which might be the scalp thing. Right. Yeah, it's a bit troublesome yeah, at the my moment. Hair does, my hair just decides from one day to the next what it's going to be. It's one do. day to the next. Yeah. So then, should we be using different shampoos for different days? Like, I don't know. Is it a, is it a cycle thing as well? Mm. Yeah, so I'm going to start with some scalp health health, health, and see how we go. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Anytime. I'm going to talk about a woman I love. Yes. A woman who, who is, is it? very now, very close to my heart. Tell me. Who I actually messaged on Instagram and she messaged me <gasps> back. On a DM? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Because I told her how much I loved one of her recipes. Which one? Uh, it's a fish recipe oh, which I made me the other night, which is amazing. So yeah. this, I will put the recipe up on the right. PDA's group. Yeah. I will also link to her New York, New York Times, New York, New York Times um, food column, and so she has a book coming out um, in October, October the twenty second, I think, and it's called not no, it's called oh, I can't remember what it's called. I'll have to look it up. Look it up. Anyway, she's called Alison Roman, and she is amazing. Oh, nothing fancy. It's called the book. She's amazing. She's the New York Times food. Um, recipe person and she also does stuff for another magazine she's young she's really groovy she lives in brooklyn well i think now she lives upstate new york but she used to live in brooklyn and she just makes all these lovely share platters and like lovely vegetables and um really easy things to make and she just does it all in that kind of really warm way that people at Ottolengian people do as well you know like mm. it's all about sharing and about colourful food and beautiful things anyway she just she says for anyone looking for tips on how to fold linen napkins or create floral arrangements I am not your girl I don't have any clever hosting tips and I will not tell you the secrets to mood lighting but I'll give you low stress high impact recipes um, that'll make your life easier when cooking for others and so I took her on a word and I made this amazing fish thing which is so easy with cherry tomatoes and you just poach some fish in this sauce made from that the best fish dish I have ever eaten. Wow. And I've eaten a lot of fish in my time. <laughs> anyway, it's about living an attainable life where you don't have to worry about people coming over for dinner. You can just do it. And she's really good. And she says, never apologise if you have people over and the food doesn't come out on time or if it's cold. She just go with it. Yeah. It's like really kind of freeing yeah. to know that now, you don't have to have your rice at the same time. Well, it doesn't as have to be a big thing. fuss. And, and if your vegetables are cold, it doesn't matter. Cause yeah. the, you know, because it'll all taste delicious. And I just love her. Anyway, so I messaged her and said, this fish changed my life. And she did a little... Thank you, hands, and a little. Oh, awesome. that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. So she's now my. So best she's friend. the New York Times. Yes. Like cook chef. Yes. So she, I think she just does it fortnightly. So yeah. she have a rotating, a rotisserie yeah. of chefs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's just really oh, great. I'm going to I check highly her recommend out, her. Then. The book comes out in October, but um, you can find heaps of her recipes online, and she's got a website, AlisonRaymond.com, I believe, and you can have a look. So do it. Do okay. it. Do it. Do it. All right, I will do. Okay. So, um, who are we, Lisa? Well, we are Plain Devil's Avocado. We're a podcast. Yeah. We're also a Facebook group. Yeah. The What's PDAs. The... Yes. And we're an Instagram thing. <laughs> we are. We're many of those. We're all of those all things. All of those things. And you can, if you like us, you could subscribe. And review. And review. And tell your friends. Tell all your friends. Yeah, we want to get Even our your enemies. Up, tell up, your enemies up. as well. We don't like tell your everyone. enemies. We don't like your enemies. No. Well, tell us We're who your enemies your are, <laughs> and we'll go around and slap them. Or <laughs> <laughs> right. well, the very least, we'll snub them. Snub. I love snub. Snub. That's a great word. It is a good word. Do you want to do some culture club? Culture club. Yeah. You've got um, a book. I have. Can you pass it to me? Yeah. Yeah. 
So, look, it's been out a while, and it has had a bit of coverage in Australia, um, but I sort of recently picked it up. It's called Fake, and it's by a journalist called Stephanie Wood. Oh, my God, this book is so incredible. So she is a journalist. She wrote for... um, still writes for Good Weekend, which is the Saturday magazine, Mm -hmm. and very long-form features. So she's a very detailed, proper proper journo, you know. So... This book is about her journey through a romance with a man who didn't turn out to be who he said he was. And you're reading this book and you're thinking, but you're a journalist. Every All Surely the signs along know. the way must have rung alarm bells. Yeah. And it wouldn't be that hard to just Google him or realise that this man's leading you along. So it's about that story, but it's also about how she didn't rumble him or how she sort of did, but then... She didn't want to rumble him because she was 40 and she wanted to meet a man and she wanted to have children. And yeah. she's so raw in the way she writes and so vulnerable. And it's just a brilliant page turner. And then she found out that he was this complete con man. Um, I'm not ruining anything here. Um, and he just, the, the layers of lies and the duplicity, um, it just blows your mind. Mm. And then, um, so for example, he he concocted this whole story about having a farm in the Southern Highlands and he would send her pictures and say, um, I can't get back to the city tonight, the Land Rover's got bogged. And he would send her a picture of a Land Rover that got his Land Rover being bogged mm. or whatever car it was. And then when she eventually started to unravel all this, she put the picture into Google, did a reverse image search, and it was a Google image. Oh, my God. These are the, it, the lengths that this man went to. Oh, my God, he reminds me of Hamish, you know. It guy. was very like Hamish, mm. who the hell is Hamish. But I think this guy was even more. Right. And he wasn't doing it for money. Right. That's the other thing. He was just doing it. Yeah. Um, so she starts to sort of, you know, she does the journalism and she gets, like, she sits next to Kate McClimont, who's mm-hmm. this incredible investigative journalist. So she starts to sort of find out the truth about this man. But also in the book, she talks to um, experts all around the world, scientists, about what makes people do this and what makes people vulnerable to this. Right. So this is in the book as well. Okay. Oh, that's good. And it's just, I you how this man can go through life like this. He's so is he still around? Like, yeah. Is he still yeah. on the prowl? Or? Well, he could be. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, he could be. He had another girlfriend on the go who she got in touch with. Mm. He had another girlfriend after this all sort of blew up. And then she did the article in The Good Weekend as a mm. follow-up, and now the book is a follow-up, follow-up. Right. Um, but, look, it, it's really a fantastic book, um, and it's sort of... Someone was saying to me, you know, what, how could she be so stupid... Like, why was she so stupid? And it's like, well, it's easy to say that, isn't it? But if you if you want to be in love and this man is offering you what you think you want... Yeah, and you only see the stupidity when you've seen all the facts laid out. You see it in hindsight. Yeah, yeah. It's not fair. Yeah, but it really We've helps... We've all been stupid in our time. We have. No, maybe not that stupid. I mean, <laughs> maybe not that stupid in the eyes of other people, but stupid in our time. We've all made silly yeah, mistakes. But not. it really helps you to, to understand how people can be that... Yeah. I'm doing quote marks, yeah. stupid, yeah. Um, or gullible, or whatever it is. Um, so, look, I, honestly, you've got to read it. I've I brought will. it back, and it's a hard copy, and I'm going to make you read it. I will read it, and I'm not yeah. even going to read it on my iPad. No, you can read it you in how the... important it is. Yeah, it's, it's, an, it's an important book, I think, yeah. for lots of women in many ways. And also men, a lot of men are in the same situation, but I think the men don't come forward. 
whereas the women talk feel, about it. They just feel like yeah. they've been had one yeah. and pulled over. And she's now like the she has all the all the people who've been through the same situation emailing yeah. her, contacting yeah. her. Oh my goodness! There's a real movement, isn't there, these days of people telling the truth about yeah. things and about it actually creating a sense of community around yeah. certain topics. That's very yeah. And also nice. maybe now if people are in a similar situation, they yeah, might they go, won't. you know what? He's cancelled that on me for a ludicrous reason five times, times now what the hell's going on yeah yeah well you know what well if they do find out that these people are awful and treating them badly you know what they can do what can they do <laughs> they can go to a oregon place an oregon rehabilitation and education center for wildlife and ask them to join their catch and release program oh and what they do is they get a salmon named after their ex. Yes. And then the staff will feed that <laughs> salmon to the two brown bears that live there. <laughs> <laughs> and they were, apparently it was a bit too successful for their own good, and they were going to fill, take a photo of every salmon yeah, that had the name being on fed to the being bear. fed. But then they just got so inundated with people wanting that. <laughs> and then if you couldn't get on that but you still wanted to feed something to another animal you could go to el paso zoo and they have cockroaches that you can name <laughs> after people who've wronged you and then they feed them to the meerkat oh i do love meerkats though. yeah well there you go oh. i don't think that costs anything i think that's free I that you just idea. have to tell them but i just love the idea of <laughs> feeding a bear yeah <laughs> that's a bear. great idea yeah that's so fun um i was going to discuss lions with yes. you not lions <laughs> <laughs> all the animals, yes. donkeys, meerkats, and Bears, now lions. And now lions. Mm-hmm. Lions. Yeah. I find these days, it doesn't matter what I've been doing the night before, how long or late I've been out, Yeah. I can't sleep past probably nine o'clock. You often text me quite early in the morning. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh, I don't have trouble. my phone on, on loud. I just mean I notice the time. And I'm yes. Like, God, she's up early for someone who went out. Yes. I just... I think it's an age thing. My friend said the same thing. She's up ridiculously early. Mm. Like, she's up at 5 or 6 a.m. My nan used to get up at, like, 3. Well, that's because people get older, go to bed earlier, don't they? And then don't expend the energy. (laughs) My nan had to get up to get to the paper shop to get the paper to come back and read that. And I was like, well, you could get the paper at any time. You don't have to get it at 8 o'clock. No. You should get up and take tablets in the middle of the night. Just get up before she went to bed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what t- what time can you lie until? Oh, I can lie in for England. Can you? Or for Australia. I'm multinational. What's the latest you slept in in recent uh, memory? I, well, I probably sleep till a certain time and then I'll go back to sleep. Yeah. So probably I could sleep till like maybe 8.45. Right. Then I'll then I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh no, I want to lie in this morning, and then I'll force myself to go back to sleep. Yes, although you're a terrible sleeper the rest of the time, aren't you? Yeah, so, so probably you're probably catching up. up. Yeah. Whereas I'm some a days though, I love it. No, there's nothing better than when you wake up and it's like nine forty-eight or something. You're like, yes, I've done it. I love it. I love, love sleeping it. in. My yeah. mum doesn't sleep in. I know lots yeah. of old people don't sleep in. My mum does sleep in oh. because she always hated having to get up for work. Mm. So, yeah, there's no point ringing my mum before nine in the morning. Oh, yeah, Actually, there's no point before about quarter to ten because she gets up about nine and then has a shower. Yeah. Uh, she's probably listening. She listens to the podcast now. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and then she's, you know, has a cup of tea and then you ring her. Right, okay. Yeah. Note to self. Yeah. I won't ring her. Okay. You can. She'd like it. Um, speaking of old people. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not really speaking of old people. Um 
Do you consider yourself a crazy cat lady? Well, I don't know. Everyone else thinks I am and gives me <laughs> crazy cat lady toys and, you know. <laughs> it's always like, and, yeah, and crazy cat lady cups and Yeah, like I've that. got lots of that. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind. I like it. There's no such thing as a crazy cat lady, Lisa. No such thing. And science proves and it. why is that? Because a new study says that people who have lots of cats aren't likely to be anxious, depressed or lonely. Oh, so I see. So the they're crazy, flipping it. Literally, the crazy cat yeah. thing doesn't make any sense. There's no evidence to support the cat lady stereotype, said this um, study that the University of California did. They assessed the mental health of more right. than 500 pet owners. They do not differ from anyone else on self-reported symptoms of depression, anxiety, or experiences in close relationships. Um, and in 2017, another um, survey said that there was no link between cat ownership and psychotic symptoms. So we can well, all rest easy. Know. But I thought the crazy cat lady came from some bacteria in the cat's... Oh, no. Something. That's the awful bacteria that kills babies. No, not that bacteria. Oh. I thought there was another bacteria in cats that um, did actually, in some people, affect their brains. I thought that's where the crazy cat lady came oh, from. Oh, I just thought it was this that you dislike cats better than people. Well, I mean, obviously, that makes you completely normal. Sensible. That's sensible. (laughs) Um, Look, I definitely am a crazy cat lady. I'm stupidly obsessed with my cats. Yeah, well, you're going to get them a stroller, weren't you? Did you get one yet? I haven't got them a stroller, no, because I think everyone would stop talking to me. Um, And because Lisa, of course, um, has two cats, Mm. and... um, Often you'll post photos of them and they'll be like all curled up together and yeah, stuff, which very is cute. very cute. They're very cute. Look at that. Listen that, to Yeah, sharenting. Yeah. Too much sharenting going on. Yeah. Um, all right, what have you got to well, finish up? One more thing, which yeah. is that I um, was looking at these American magazines the other day and In Touch Weekly, which is one of those kind of um, tabloid, tabloid journalism in, in America... Caught my eye because in the top right-hand corner of the cover is a cover line and cover treatment of three women and the um, cover line says, seven women who need to stop being doormats. And I was like, what the actual? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) I thought. So I was just so appalled that I had to look at the story. And the story is about... Obviously, women who have um, had a run of bad luck with men. Yeah. So they call it Hollywood's biggest doormats. These stars don't seem to mind being walked on by their misbehaving men, which is just awful. Awful. And then it's just, you know, um, Tori Spelling um, found out that her husband had had an affair but didn't leave him, and Cardi B makes excuses for so-and-so, blah, blah, or Drina isn't living in reality because she's always trying to date Justin Bobby on the hills. And I was like, what about we flip that story flip and have seven men who need to stop being assholes? I like that. Yeah. That's I'd better. Buy that why would, but why don't they do that? I don't understand how awful. Chloe never learns, they say. Oh. Frankly, it's hard to keep up with Chloe's all too forgiving ways. So it's it's slut shaming. It's yeah. victim blaming. Victim blaming. It's everything that's wrong with yeah. the world. I feel so awful about it I can't yeah. even believe it and it's funny because we are quite cross I'm cross yeah. can you tell yeah <laughs> yeah so I, I had a rant now I've had my rant okay um, if anyone wants to read it I can uh... no we won't let's not give it the oxygen <laughs> okay alright but I agree it's a horrible horrible it's just awful I mean why would you do that on the cover of a magazine Okay. Um, oh, it's got all hot, excited. Oh, really overexcited by all that. All right, let's go and cool down. All right. I well, don't know how um, we do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> Open the door, maybe. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, well, we'll see you next time. 
And um, if you want to get in touch with us, go into the group, the PDAs. Um, yep. You can email us on wearepalingdevilsavocado at gmail.com. Yep. Or you can slide DMs. into our DMs. Yep. I just like saying that. I know. On Instagram. Um, like Alison Roman did. Hey. And um, you can just get in touch with whoever way you want. We'd yeah. Love to hear from you. We would. Bye now. Bye bye.